This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. Hello, my name is Simon Miller from What Culture Wrestling and you are listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast and you better keep listening to it. Why? Here's why. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. Welcome to another episode of the Pod Mania Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Gooden, and I am joined as ever by Chris O'Brien and Garth Jackson. Garth, how was your Halloween? Uh, it was all right. Pretty subdued. Uh, the kids got dressed up, but I didn't, which was disappointing. Boo. Just watch a load of horror movies. That's always good. What was the horror film of choice this time? I watched The Thing. Standard. Uh, I watched The Other Thing, like the <laughs> semi-premake. Oh, right, okay. I, it, all right, it just sounded like you forgot what you watched. <laughs> that I, know, I watched thing. that other thing. <laughs> other thing. Um, which is all right, it's fine. I watched a pretty good one because I signed up to that Shudder. Oh, that um, thing that was all over Facebook for about like a year and then that was it. It's, uh, it's like all horror stuff. Yeah. Um, and watched a really, really good one, which I highly recommend, called Host. And it's only an hour long, and it's it's it was shot during lockdown. And it's basically like five friends get together to do like a seance over Zoom, and crazy shit starts happening. Really good. How appropriate. Um, watch it. Didn't you also watch the multi-Oscar winning CM Punk film? <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> after, about, after about 40 he's minutes. He's not an... He's not an actor, is he? <laughs> no. It was dreadful. <laughs> you weren't exactly fully glowing reviews for it, were you, mate? No, it was, it was pretty shit. <laughs> it's one, yeah, it's one, it's one of his one-word reviews, just shy. Like, <laughs> nowadays, nowadays, because I have, like, zero time to do shit, I have to f- pick and choose. Like, back in the day, I would have just watched it regardless. But, nah, don't watch it. <laughs> no, that's thing because I've... Um, I ha- I also had a bit of a horror movie marathon for Halloween. Um, I watched Evil Dead, which you've told me the second one's better, but I didn't quite like the first one because tree rape. Okay. Um, what else did I watch? What was we? Oh, I watched the not the old one, but the like 2003 Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which is fucking awful. <laughs> like it's unbelievably bad. Like in the first five minutes, I'm like, I- I'm going to be very happy when these six people die, yeah. and. Th- then, like, they died. And there wasn't even gore because it was too dark to see any of the gore. So then I was like, okay, I'm going to put on something I know I like. So I put on Zombieland, which is funny. Watch Shaun of the Dead, also very funny. But then I put on 28 Days Later, which I thought was going to be, like, a generic zombie film. But it's actually just really, really good. It is yeah, good. Killian Murphy's fantastic. Yeah, and um, Chris Rackerson's in it, and he's great as well. Just I highly recommend Chris's two thumbs up. <laughs> New from Chris Reviews. 
<laughs> Check me out on Letterboxd. I'm ranking things. Jurassic Park is very far down the list. <laughs> um, so today, then, ladies and gentlemen, we've got three matches as we as is our brand new format. Garth is going to open things up tonight. Uh, then Chris, and then I am going to main event tonight with the first Japanese pick of this new endeavor. Who'd have thought, Chris, that I would be the Japanese mark before you? I'm trying to be reserved. Like, I know because with the J Cup coming up and the best Super Juniors, I am going to pick a Juniors match at some point, and maybe the one before our Survivor Series special. But, like, I, I, I'm i trying to, like, pick the right one, mostly because a lot of them go, like, half a fucking hour long. And it's like, okay, none of the modern ones, then, because I don't want, like, Garth falling asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've got to keep Garth's attention. He's literally just said we're lucky to have him in this, and yet, and yet he picked, <laughs> and yet he's picked the longest match on the fucking show. Yes, he has. That is true. That's damn true. <laughs> um, so well, we might as well dive straight in, Garth. What match have you picked, and why the fuck have you picked it? Well, anyone who listened to the last show uh, gave a hint that I will be probably going for Umaga. Um. And I've picked Umaga versus John Cena at the 2007 Royal Rumble. Last man standing match. A 2007 pick, and it's not me. Um, no, I just... I think because of like all the Roman Reigns stuff that's been going on recently, which he's been fucking amazing, and the Usos, I wanted to watch some Umaga. So um, this one, I kind of remember. There was this one, and there was a Street Fight one with Triple H. Are the two ones that I really remember. Mm. Um, What's the Street Fighter? We... Um, no Mercy. I, I can't remember. I just remember them being like outside and being all over the place. I um, felt sorry for Amago at that point because he just ha- he just existed to get Triple H over. Anyway, everybody did at that time. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I must yeah. admit, Garth, I am quite impressed that in the current climate, um, you didn't choose the fantastic Umaga WrestleMania 23 match, the Battle of the Billionaires. Um, we all, I well, think, would have enjoyed seeing just a little bit more Donald Trump on our TVs. Why maybe did you remind me? <laughs> maybe he got beat out of. But he won, so... That is true, and nobody wants to see that. Nobody wants to see that at all. Um, so very, very quickly, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to fire up your network or your illegal stream, uh, we don't condone that, but secretly, yes, we do. Um, if you want to fire up the Royal Rumble 2007, uh, go to the Jump 2 function to the match, and it should take you to 1 hour, 7 minutes, and 31 seconds. Um, I'll give you just a couple of seconds to do that. Honestly, like, I remember seeing bits of Umaga, but I don't... I think I only ever watched one match, like, live, and I've sort of only ever gone back and watched it. Um, yeah. I don't know why. I think I wasn't watching wrestling really at this time. I was only, like, tuning in for really WrestleMania results. Um, I didn't even watch the WrestleManias, so I'd, I'd always heard of Umaga, and I remember someone at school saying there's a guy who finishes people off with his thumb, which sounded wrong, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> sounded sounded a bit sexual. Um, Shocker. Yeah. <laughs> also, I'm not sure wrestling's for me anymore. Um, <laughs> this big oh, Samoan guy. And you had Val Venus, but that was a bit too much for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
<laughs> um, right, ladies and gentlemen, if we are all ready, uh, we'll start playing in three, two, one, play. Lovely Julian Garcia. <laughs> I know someone who's obsessed with her podcast, and it's like, really? Lillian Garcia's podcast. Yeah. But, uh, she's quite hot. She couldn't look more mid noughties <laughs> if she tried, though. <laughs> I know, like, she definitely goes home and listens to, like, some fight. <laughs> Evanescence. <laughs> Wake me up. <laughs> I was really hoping Garth would do Vent High Notes. <laughs> I, I can't. I blew me, uh, I blew me throat out earlier today. <laughs> <laughs> so many jokes, so little time. Uh. I love the fact that Umaga came out and the person that they thought would be best to put with him was Lou Bega. <laughs> Amando <laughs> Alejandro. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this is Umaga number five. <laughs> 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 this is like right in the middle of like when I hated Cena, totally d- d- like despised him. Cena was Superman. Well, not this time. I got into this uh, this year at WrestleMania, but when I saw Cena, it's like holy shit! It's fucking Superman. Uh, like, <laughs> it's Superman with jorts. I just Superman. I just remember, I remember like first seeing him. I can think, and this guy's fucking amazing. Like. Like his diving headbutts and stuff. Yeah, his hip attack. He's basically Rikishi. Rikishi could move. Yeah. He was a legitimate, like, fucking threat. Though, could you imagine Umaga with the spinner belt? Ah, best design. (laughs) Best design right there. Imagine. Just imagine for a second that happening. They should have let him have it, and then they should have gimmicked the belt so he just ripped the spinner off. That would have been quite cool. Like, with his so team. it's just so it's just a gold belt that says champ on it. Yeah. Just having destroy it like Naito destroyed the Intercontinental belt. Yeah, and then it suddenly got better. Yeah. And then Maga just has like the, the WWE sign mark like in the chain around his neck. I'll tell you what, you said this is the part where this is sort of right in the middle of where you hated John Cena. Fucking hell, listen to that reaction. Oh no. Where are they? Where is the T five seven? Just the kids. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was up until roughly now, I reckon, to probably WrestleMania twenty four, twenty five. Well, the fans weren't happy out with. If you watch WrestleMania twenty two, the fans don't like him there. Yeah, but he only just debuted. Didn't debut till twenty one. I mean, WrestleMania um... debut. Yeah, but um, it's because he's been in the championship picture for the whole year and then suddenly Triple H seemed like someone who you should cheer. Okay. Also, we were in Chicago, to be fair. Um, but, yeah. I know. I remember there was people in school who hated John Cena, but it was like a weird kid who didn't like wrestling anyway. So, Like, in a completely straight heterosexual way, look at the fucking size of his arms. Like, that oh, is really? some big arms. Unreal. <laughs> Those are rocks. Those are rocks right there. <laughs> ah, before Fruity Pebbles, Cena. It's not even Happy Actually, Smiley Cena, is it? No, it's yeah, not. He... It's I'm a Serious Marine Cena. Go on, Lou Bega. Mambo number five. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. Um, 
Oh, he's got a thing around his oh, thing because well, he, um, he slammed through a table. You know what Umaga's uh, targeting, don't you? Straight away, those mm. fucking ribs. Yeah, he's going to go for a leg match. He's a limb technician. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Can't over Daniel Bryan of his day. <laughs> it's how so many people knew Umaga. How long do you think it's going to take for that face makeup to start peeling off? Couple of five knuckle shovels. <laughs> See, but he shouldn't do that because he's not much taller than him. I'm intrigued to see just how poorly John Cena works here. I mean, those punches are fairly shit straight away. Maga's not selling, to be fair. <laughs> no, it wasn't exactly <laughs> yeah. his gimmick, though, was it? Selling. Uh. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. hell! <laughs> fuck you and your domino reason. Re- reason. Re- fuck. Do you mean <laughs> region? You fucked up. You region. fucked up. <laughs> Abdominal region. <laughs> there's nothing on. There's nothing on the ground. Mag is just looking at someone who's not there. <laughs> I just because I've got the closed captions on, right? It just said, Cena is sucking for air. (laughs) (laughs) So he spat me tea everywhere. (laughs) Who won the Rumble? I'm trying to remember who actually won the Rumble. 2007, it was Taker. Yeah. One of the best closing stretches in any. Him and Michaels, wasn't it? Yeah. By the way, (laughs) was it with like matches we picked over the last couple ones and people getting thrown into stairs? <laughs> yeah, there's been quite a few. There's been quite a bit of that, yeah. I love, like, I love the only the... reason it didn't. Go on. Sorry, go. On. I, I was about to say the only reason it didn't happen in the progress match was because they couldn't afford set. That's because they don't have any. It's like a step ladder. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even have a step ladder. They just like jump into the ring. Is that sand? <laughs> Background looks like sand. I was just going to say that. <laughs> this is another bash at the beach. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, it's a good thing you mag is um, barefooted. He can get sand in his shoes. That'll be a big advantage going late into this match. You know who challenged for the World Heavyweight Championship on this show? Um, who challenged? Test. 2007. Yeah. <laughs> Test. Um, no, he challenged for the ECW Championship. Ah. Um, it was Mr. Kennedy. Kennedy! Kennedy! He had a rocket strapped to his ass from the off, didn't he? God, yeah. Yeah, and then, and then drugs. And then he almost killed Randy Orton. And Randy drugs Orton being the... And he was a massive Stupid. Stupid. Yeah, and Randy Orton being the completely rational human being he was took it really well. I remember, yeah, like... No, right. I remember, like... Kennedy coming out and like straight away beating the Undertaker. Yeah, like, he had a he had a he had a running gimmick of I've beaten this many world champions, which is a great gimmick he, to be fair. Didn't he brutalize Taker with like his microphone? Yeah, I think that was it. I thought he meant Randy Orton. I was like, what microphone? <laughs> <laughs> the one that he, he hears voices from. Oh, nice. Uh, uh, you don't hear through a microphone, silly uh, Billy. Was he even using that song at this point? 
What, Mr. Kennedy? Oh, fucking hell, get down, Cena. <laughs> He's like, fuck, fuck you. He wasn't using the voices song? No, he was using no, a, he was uh, using... Burning My Light. What a fucking tune that is. What a song. Hey, nothing you can say. Nothing's gonna me. change what you've done to me. <laughs> me, when the teacher was, thought he was gonna have to give me a D, but I got a B. <laughs> <laughs> Do the pose and everything. <laughs> so, I'd like a manager, please. What gimmick would you like your manager to have? I'd like him to be a Cuban pimp. Okay. <laughs> and you are <laughs> some one. <laughs> I got you back. I know what to get. I know what to do for you. You, you know Pablo Escobar. Okay. <laughs> I want that, but a PG version. <laughs> oh, so I want him to pay. Oh, not the stairs. They weigh four hundred pounds. Thing um, is, if you can get over the rope. So <laughs> many people have are their most like PG bullshit. Oh, it's the last man standing this, okay. Don't let him up, just fucking brutalize him. Throw stairs at him. <laughs> to be fair, I've, I've, what I didn't realize in 1997 is how often people just threw tables at other people. Oh, yeah. Nothing, nothing so. will ever beat Braun Strowman throwing that fucking chair at Roman Reigns. Oh, look, no selling the ribs entirely. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, Jesus hell. Christ. <laughs> Though that was quite close. That was... PG. What is it with the mid-2000s and people not being able to spell sucks? Or anything that ends with a CK? Because it's cool. <laughs> Poor literacy is cool. <laughs> school, spell it with an S K. Ah, uh, too cool for school. Nothing. Locationally challenged. Locationally <laughs> challenged. <laughs> I am Seen that, and I will not sell the ribs. Hmm. Yeah, Cena didn't get good at selling for quite a long time. <laughs> like, I'll defend Cena to the hills, but... Oof. Oh, that was... lovely. Yeah, now... Now, Cena will put on some great matches, and has put on some great matches, but back in... I think that was the issue that quite a few people had with him, or started to have with him, was that, ultimately, he wasn't that great a worker. Like, up until probably, think... what, 20... 2014? He was just doing the whole nah, Superman thing and the four moves of Doom. Yeah, like, exactly. 2011. 2011, he was really good. He had good matches. He wasn't good consistently, though. Yeah, but he was paired off of the Miz and R-Truth. The absolute and ring Berto general that is the R-Truth. But Odorio, who, like, seemingly just refused to put on good matches. Yeah, proper found it in Daniel Alberto Del Rio for the entire of his both WWE runs. Yeah, and then he's a scumbag. So. He is a scumbag. He's a scumbag, don't you know? Look at Kunza Form on Dio. We need to stop because Garth hates the ass monkeys. Does he? I don't I don't know. Yeah, he doesn't like him. I don't really care about him. Wow. Is that worse? I think so. I think I being I think just being ambivalent nothing. towards them is worse than not giving a shit. Or like not hate <laughs> or just hating them. 
Yeah. Well, to be fair, that's what... I remember the first podcast me and Rob did together, we spent like 20 minutes beforehand talking about the Atom Monkeys because I saw them at Transmit. Atom Monkeys are decent, then. Oh, the other half of the stairs are here. Oh, no, very heavy part. <laughs> yeah, the ones that you get slammed on. Don't fucking spoilers, man! <laughs> what I want to say about Umaga's... Um... Feet. Face no, paint. Not, no. Um, but no, about his um, attire. Oh, okay. His attire. Is that, like, the not-quite-filled trunks aren't flattering? I think <laughs> that might be the point. They never but, have like, been, though, have they? Like, it, no person like, pulls them off. He looks like some of the people um, you'll see coming out like, a Pilates class of a local swimming pool. <laughs> Why are people doing Pilates in the swimming pool? There's like a gym in the swimming pool. In the swimming pool, not in the swimming oh, pool, right, but okay. like in the same building. It overlooks the swimming pool. It's a bit creepy, to be honest. What are you going watching for? <laughs> I'm not watching. I'm walking past there because I like to walk down to the harbour. Bronco Buster. Bronco Buster. Cannonball. <laughs> Stink face. Stink face. <laughs> turns around, slaps the ass. It's got you too hotty and. Oh, oh, Jesus. Oh, of course he fucking moves. And look, oh, no selling the ribs. F5. FU. Oh, no, he's struggling with that one. It was called the FU at this, this point, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, I saw someone go. Um, the reason we need... Uh, like, around the time like when like people thought that PG was the big issue with WWE and not, like, the terrible thing else. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, I remember people got, oh, we go back to TV 13, everything will get better. It's like, nah, I really don't want to watch um, half ass book television with an added fuck. Mm -hmm. Like, I want the fuck to be given in the booking room, not on the promo. We started swearing in the Firefly Funhouse this week. Did we? Yeah, you should watch, it's fucking weird. Oh, Black Hole Slam. Him and uh, him and Alexa Bliss. Properly swearing. They they bleep it out, but um, yeah. Abby the Witch keeps saying fuck, and uh, they make put money in the swear jar, and then Alexa Bliss turns into some manner of demon, and Bray just turns <laughs> to the camera and goes, "Holy shit!" <laughs> um, but the shit gets bleeped uh, out, unfortunately. Well, he keeps getting bleeped out with the Randy Orton thing, so that's probably going to be his next feud. Because <laughs> that's the feud that works so well at WrestleMania 33. Um, to be fair, I was good at, like, No Mercy the year before, but then we just decided to make it shit. It was weird. Um, every time I hear Alexa Bliss's name, I just think of the bowling for soup song. Oh, God. Fucking monstrosity. What can more girls be like? It's like they came up with a song um, and the lyrics separately and it was like part of a writing exercise. <laughs> Pop Punk Writing 101. Yeah. <laughs> you need to put in way too many syllables for the amount of um, bars of music you have. <laughs> Ironically, they do have a song called Punk Rock 101. Don't you think it's really handy that Umaga's tattoo stops just short of his moustache? <laughs> it is quite, to be fair, you'd look around. Oh! Uh, oof! Nice. Gee, I thought Cena had landed on him then. That's called the throwback. I went so wrong. 
nowhere. Ooh. Oh, Jesus. This monster. This monster. And, you know who... and so, he, like, after this, he'd be feuding with, like, Shawn Michaels going into Mania. But you know who he feuded with directly after Mania? 2007. Um, yeah. I don't know. Rene, Rene Dupree. That's <laughs> 2005, you silly Billy. Oh. Um, it's for Great Carly. Of course it fucking oh, was. Yeah. I love that amazing Carly. match. Well, we did have an amazing match, but it was a passable match, which quite, which was quite it, frankly. Uh, Falls Count Anywhere. Yeah, at Extreme Rules. Like, it was just a passable match, but to be completely honest with Great Carly, that's the most you can ask for. Oh. New fair, Great Carly would be. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Like, it just looked just like, like C- was le- just land on Cena's face. <laughs> that cell from Umaga going downstairs is like leaving <laughs> fucking Hive at 2am. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, I can drive. I can drive. I genuinely thought his manager then was going to start fanning him with his hat and that would have been incredible. <laughs> Come here, you'll be fine. Watch, it proper looks like he lands on Cena's head. Looks like Seaman's head hits the, like, step. Oh, it does. Yeah, Jesus. Oh, it might, might have done, to be fair. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I forgot Seaman used to do that. Bleed. You, you <laughs> see this match here where it's all built around, like, Bleed. <laughs> the baby face having, like, moments of um, shine against this monster. I think this is what people remember Hulk Hogan matches being. <laughs> Hulk Hogan used to bleed. He, he did used to bleed a lot, too much. That's opened up that as well. The blood pissing out of it. Shall we call it? Is it a blade job or has he actually hit his head on the steps? Um, I reckon blade. Oh, the ring crew. Why would the ring crew <laughs> get rid of the steps? Oh, my God. Proper gave him a look that as though to go, what the fuck are you doing? Just ruined my spot. But. <laughs> That reminded me of, um, there was a Fatal 4-Way in TNA as part of the Brand for Glory series years ago. It was Robbie E, Bully Ray, Jeff Hardy, and someone else. And we were doing a double um, suplex through the table. But then Robbie E moved the table. And Jeff, so Jeff Hardy's leg just smashed up the side of the table. And then Bubba Ray just looked at us and going, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I still actually really enjoy Robbie E. Robbie E was really fun. Like him and um, Robbie T. Just he... Jesse oh, got us. Jesse got us. And, like, when he went on to be Mr. Spectacular in <laughs> Lucha Underground. Uh, just we need to get some... You know what? Like, we need to get some Lucha Underground in this watch-along. I'll watch some Lucha Underground. It's so good, isn't it? Like, is it King Cuerno or something? King Cuerno? Oh, he's the Cruiserweight champion now in NXT. He was an... Um, is he? Oh, Jesus! Yeah. Jesus. Fucking hell. That was rough. That was right that on his neck. Fun. Jesus. Yeah, well, King, King Cuerno is one of the best suicide dives in all of the wrestling. It's Escobar, isn't it? I remember he had a match with... Uh, did he have, I'm sure he had a match with uh, Brian Cage on the season that I watched. Um, yeah, Brian Cage was in, like... Oh, I think he was in every season. He, at one point, got a glove where one punch would kill people. <laughs> See, I love shit like that. It's good, like Lucha Underground. I don't know. 
I, the way Rob talks about it, it makes me think he hasn't watched it. And I love it because it's a wrestling show where people can be killed off. Not the spike! No! no! Not the to be fair, we think this is stupid, but doesn't Farley use it? Yeah, but Farley's... It's shit when Farley uses it, no? Everything Farley does is shit. That well, falls alright. Oh, no, not upside down. <laughs> Have you seen the blood coming out of his head? We know that gravity will pull more of it out. Because that's how gravity works. Jesus Christ, talk about Crimson Mask. Fuck me. This means... This minds because I was what as part of the ninety seven thing I was watching I watched WrestleMania thirteen, and like we didn't clean Austin's blood off the mat. Jesus. <laughs> so like Tina used to leave it. Tina never used to like choose the ring. <laughs> That's just gross. Just buy an extra mat. Look at that kid <laughs> doing the Jeff Hardy dance because he saw himself from the fucking hard camp. <laughs> Imagine he's weird. They tre- they did this. They did that thing where they kept him like just pushed enough to be credible, but never pushed enough to be champion. Because mm. he was IC champion for a lot this year as well. Like if you do it off and on with Jeff Hardy, he had some good matches with Jeff Hardy. He had a steel cage match. Yeah, well that's mostly good because if you give Jeff Hardy an environment where he can jump Ooh. off a high thing. Fucking <laughs> hell. Jesus. Yeah, this is this match has turned around. It's a bit lethargic to start, but this has really turned around. That was completely unprotected. Um, yep. Well he's Samoan, he has a He has hard a big head, head. yeah, that's a good point. And plus he probably would have just said just fucking his. <laughs> we'll sort it out later. I remember in the lead up to Mania 31, Ed was on um, Jericho's podcast quite a lot, and they were talking about going into it. It's like, people think Lesnar versus Reigns is going to be bad, but it's Brock Lesnar versus a Samoan. Yeah. (laughs) Suicide dive? A scene of suicide? No, of course not. No. Don't be stupid. Oh, I fucking hate double axe handles. (laughs) Fuck off. Good, you deserve that. Fucking eat that, you prick. (laughs) You must hate Randy Savage, man. I just I hate them all. I just think it's such a shit. It's like the diving brain chop from the top rope. What are you doing? How has Alejandro got blood on him? Hit him with Michael Cole. <laughs> Pick up Michael Cole, Cole and hit him with <laughs> It's like a swing him like a steel chair. There's no Spanish in our table um, here because so we're just putting them through the ECW and there's just so many fucking commentary teams. Did someone just want to drink? Did someone what? They switch. Someone just like threw a drink at Umaga. Yeah, I think so. The one out the way. Oh. It is a miracle that one of those tables didn't collapse underneath it. It's amazing like that nobody moved that monitor at the end. <laughs> yeah. You'd already taken one head. out, you inconsiderate bastard. But like a Mania 30 when um, Randy or, or um, when Daniel Bryan got <laughs> powerbombed onto a monitor. Oh, that's horrible. No. Oh. Get up, Umaga, it wasn't that bad. 
Oh, come on, mate. Oh. Just walk it off. Do you know how you are, knocked himself out. I'm really enjoying. There's a sign on the hard cam. And see if you can spot it in a minute. And it just says the word Paul. It's a white sign. <laughs> blue writing. There we go. Yeah, just Paul. Just Paul. Paul. This is Paul. I'm Paul. It's is between y'all. Just running He's repairs. Just running repairs. He's a young lion at heart. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just cleaning the ring, mate. That's all I'm doing. Oh, Jesus. The ref just looked there. <laughs> the ref, to be fair, there's no DQ, is it? Because it's last man standing. He yeah. just sort of, what are you doing? You don't really get a lot of, you don't get a lot of people taking off the top rope nowadays, do you? Or the, like, not, not even like the pad. Yeah, the last time I... Well, if you watch the G1, you know that Toriano does it in every fucking match. <laughs> All the damn time. Like, literally, I don't think a Toriano match has ever went by without him attempting it. They have names as well, apparently. Um, this is that's so going up Cena's arse. <laughs> he's like a, he's gonna get a gimp out in a sec how funny would it have been then if he'd have run but the rope hadn't given weight and he'd sort of just pinged backwards <laughs> <laughs> like on a bungee cord like in a cartoon oh it's going up a mag's ass <laughs> oh god it actually is <laughs> I'm now very disappointed oh. that it didn't <laughs> he's just gone full heel here Oh no, he's just defiant. He's it's like when you kill Jason, you have to like go the, too far. Uh, was it the last girl? How thin is Cena's head? It is quite <laughs> it's quite contorted, isn't it? Put your tongue away, Umaga. <laughs> Let's go, Cena. Cena sucks. I think Umaga's dead. I think he killed Umaga. <laughs> well, I have bad news for you, Rob. Oh, oh no. Poor Umaga. If, do you think if Umaga had um, lived, he'd be part of this Uso-Roman Reigns thing? Definitely. Because he's their cousin? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, <Nope>, again! <laughs> Imagine just like, well, you want something my shit or match, so why the fuck should they sell this? Whose son is he? Um, he's Reigns. He's not Reigns' brother, is he? He's Reigns' cousin. Yeah. So is he? Right. Is Arthur and Roman's dad? He's what? I'm sure he's with the son of one of the head shrinkers. Seeker. Wrestling Samoa Samoan family tree. Dynasty. Is it Arthur and Seeker? Um, so it starts with Chief Peter Maivia and then goes on to Arthur and Hawaii and Seeker and Hawaii. And then Arthur's kids are um, Lasmu, <laughs> Manu, and Samu. Um, there you go. Cena wins. <laughs> Lol. <laughs> Cena wins off. Big match, John. Big match, John. And there's just and a random girl had... looking happy. Oh, she's happy. She was. Um, Reno. Rosie, yeah, Rosie is Roman Reigns' is brother. 
Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Superhero in oh. training. And then yeah, um, Riki, um Umaga's Rikishi's brother. Rikishi's right. brother, right? Okay. Yeah, and then Rikishi's kids, Abby Usos. Yeah. Right. Well, lads, let's uh, let's stop that there. Um, Garth, was it as good mm-hmm. as you remember? It started off quite slow, but I think it really did pick up. I really did enjoy it towards the end. Um, even the fact that I hadn't quite got to super, super Cena, he had to actually put some work in. Um, no, I really enjoyed it. It was good. Chris? I think this match kind of shows the best and worst of Cena. Like, his babyface fire, his ability to, like, reach down into Hildum and not to, um, not quite turn is really good but then the ribs which were definitely meant to be a factor were not a factor <laughs> yeah i agree i think he he played a very charismatic part which has never ever been seen as problem he's always been a very charismatic sort of he's been a star effectively and he, he was a star in that mm-hmm. match and he certainly like i said had that baby face fire the crowd were really behind him as well he played to the crowd really well i thought the finish was really good um but yeah, you're right. The the lack of selling from Cena, the super Cena in effect, um, sort of, it didn't take me out of the match because I still thought, especially the middle to the end, were really, really good. Um, but, you know, you can see why people got very bored of it very quickly. You know, the whole, you can hit me with everything you've got, but I'm not going to sell it. it. It does get quite tiresome. Overall, though, I I enjoyed that match far more than I thought I was going to be. You know, far, far more sorry than yeah, I thought I was going to. Really good spots. Yeah, absolutely. There's some fucking vicious spots as well. Um, overall, Crit, uh, Garth, what would you give that out of 10 then? Uh, probably a high 7. I am in complete agreement with you. I mean, I, I think it just misses out on eight stars or, you know, the old Meltzer four stars. I think it just misses out. I think if we were doing Meltzer stars, it'd be a three and three-quarter star. Chris, what about you? Mm-hmm. Same. It was really good match on the night, but, yeah, there's nothing. The, the, like, the lack of the through line with the ribs kind of did. Like, if Cena had actually sold the ribs, I think this match would be higher. I think yeah. that's, like, the main issue here. Yeah. Absolutely. So we're all in agreement. Umaga versus John Cena gets a seven, but like I said, far better than I thought it had any right to be considering who was in the ring. Um, Shall we move on then to our second match of this episode? And Chris, it is your choice. What have you chosen from which show, what company, and why have you chosen it? Well, um, CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan from Over the Limit 2012 for obviously TNA no um and I picked it because I remember it being my favorite match of 2012 and I wanted to see if that held up so so wasn't this a Tyler Rex (laughs) no no Tyler Rex Tyler Rex was relegated to superstars by 2012 (laughs) oh just one of the many many missed opportunities from the WWE um so <laughs> that's amazing. Um so yeah, if you want to find Over the Limit 2012, then please feel free to find that on the network. Um 
I do just want to say this show opens with no video package whatsoever. Just jumps straight into a 20-man battle royale with absolutely no entrances whatsoever. Yeah, okay. So I remember that this is for an shot of the IC Championship and the IC Champion was... Cody Rhodes. Cody? Yeah, and then it was Christian's return. So, like, that was meant to be the bombastic way to do it. Christian came back, so... Imagine but then that you... Battle Royale, and then Christian comes back, and the Battle Royale just doesn't matter anymore. Well, this gets me about the CM Punk title reign. It isn't actually properly really good title reign, but he never got to main event, because John Cena versus John Laurinaitis oh, was apparently more important. Unbelievable. To be fair, I will say now that that is a main event-worthy match. Johnny Ace. Johnny Ace Kamak- is big Kamak- in Japan. Yeah, Kamak- he versus be- Ryback was higher on the card. That was a cool damn match. Oh my god, Tangaloa versus Ryback. It's because WWE never used to do semi mains back then. They'd always have like the big match, um, the bi- a big match, um, do a cool down and then go on to. Um, the big match and like Ryback squashes with a cool down from then on. So, because basically the only diva on the champ- on the roster that was over was AJ, and that's because she was like fucking with this storyline. <laughs> right. So, if you found Over the Limit 2012, go to the Jump Two section, and we are on one one hour forty minutes and twenty one seconds. And lads, if you're ready, three, two, one, play. And I've accidentally muted it. That is a good start. There we go. Johnny Bryan's one of those people where you don't get how good he is. I don't respect your opinion on wrestling. The American Dragon. No, he's one of those people like him and William Regal and and Kurt Angle. Those are three people where you can't appreciate how good they are. Like if you try to do some weird hot take. I just don't, it's because you clearly don't know anything. <laughs> it's the one thing, it's the one like strong opinion I hold on that. I will just say that I think the Over the Limit set is fucking class. It is really cool, isn't it? Like, they actually did like some minor set changes in like this era. And then, like, they went, it's not, they weren't quite all homogenous. They only really started happening in like 24. 20- 14. Mm. Cutting costs. <laughs> yeah, last thing they had um, that capital punishment, capital no capital capital yeah no capital punishment, and it was like, a proper White House set. It was yeah. great. Now, ah, uh, that takes me back. Um, ladies and gentlemen, you will notice a lot of Chris fanboying during this match. <laughs> He's my favorite wrestler. He brought me back into wrestling and made the mark I am today. Until he dropped the belt to uh, John C- uh, to uh, The Rock. And rightly so, I feel. And then, he, <laughs> and then his 2013 class match with Undertaker. Oh, two class matches with The Rock. Class match with The Undertaker. Class match with Chris Jericho. Class match with Brock Lesnar. Was in the Money in the Bank, one of the better Money in the Bank of um, that era. Where else was there? There was so much. Um, he he worked really well with the Shield at basically every week. His match with Chris Jericho at Extreme Rules was absolutely amazing. 
great early NBA, yeah. His whole series with Chris Jericho was great. That's thing, he was telling really good stories. Like he was doing the whole dad's a drunk thing. Yes. Yeah, and he was attacking him with. It was amazing. Some of the most fun did I've he, had on weekly TV. Did he not like. Did he do a promo from like the pub or something? He did. Yeah. He was like having good old fashioned Chris and Chips and all that. It was great. So good. And um, here, basically. Now oh, there we go. AW. <laughs> um, like basically, AJ had fucked, had accidentally fucked over Daniel Bryan at um, WrestleMania, and then like she was just involved in the storylines until now, where she started getting involved with Punk, and then like she'd become like Raw general manager, and it was actually better than it sounds. Ah, the old eighteen-second demolition. That's a really creepy-looking CM Punk mask behind CM Punk. <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? Did you see that? Why, Just popping up yeah, on the screen with no eyes. Fucking terrifying. Look at that thing. My <laughs> God. Uh, someone's took the time to print that and cut it out. <laughs> and, Just yeah. Enlarged it. Can you imagine, like, if you actually zoomed in a little bit, it would be so pixelated it's untrue. <laughs> CM Punk. <laughs> Don't lie, Chris. You want to join in? I, 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 I was just—I I wish I was there. I—I I love CM Punk so much. What's your favorite look for Daniel Bryan? Because he's been through a few. Long hair yeah. with the beard. The long, like WWE title. Yeah. Yeah. Good. WrestleMania 30 to WrestleMania 31. Yeah. A bit chubby than he is here. I don't think he's chubby. Not chubby, but like bigger. So am I right in thinking, Let's Chris, leave. this is your match of 2012? Um, well, not anymore. Now it's Suzuki versus Tanahashi. But when I was 15, yeah. Okay. What the hell's that thing on, his, on CM Punk's back? Um, what? Love Bite. <laughs> from a whale. Is it from Ryder? <laughs> no, but no, that was later in the year. Let's think about Punk's reign. It got shit near the end because he spent the last half of it working with fucking Ryback. Wasn't that Hell in a Cell? Hell in a Cell, and then he had a TLC match on Raw. Where Ryback was... Stuff yeah, exactly, where Ryback was just completely... just wasn't safe at all. Yeah, well, no, he was that he was definitely he was over. It was like a, it was literally a Goldberg situation, where he was, he got put in the main event too early, but they sort of booked themselves into a corner because he was the only over thing on the roster. He wasn't he was over. Getting, um, he was getting. He from, was well. The oh, chance was over. Didn't he like botch like some fucking really bad table move or something? Yeah. Yeah. No, he put like and. Um, Ben Punk about and he go, went to him in the back and was like, um, "Either admit you did it on stupid or say that I'm um, did it on purpose or say that you're fucking stupid." And he was like, "I'm fucking stupid," because <laughs> he is. Right back is stupid. All right, the Skip Sheffield, big <laughs> old, old Skip, Skip Sheffield. Sheffield. <laughs> Give us a kiss. <laughs> yes. What? See, this is when Punk was like. It's like more, it's like Orton. It's like motivated punk is like excellent punk. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. 
Well, that's the thing, because um, Punk did try and act, but when Punk was in a bad storyline, he still tried to make it work. Mm-hmm. Like, he tried to make whatever he was given work, but, like, to be fair to him, when you're jamming for a year and you never get put in the main event, I can see why he had a grievance. I, like, genuinely enjoyed the whole Street Edge Society thing. Oh, that was great, where he was pretending to be Jesus. It was amazing. He had, like, proper sh- heat for that as well. Where he shaved Thingy's hair. Yeah. Serena and Deep. Then he got, uh, and he got um, gallows. Gallows, yeah. And then he got absolutely fucked because <laughs> Undertaker, he rubbed Undertaker the wrong way and got, like, destroyed in Hell in a Cell in eight minutes and the run just came to an end. Mm. That Royal Rumble totally... where he keeps eliminating people first... and then just does yeah. this sermon. It's Ooh. fucking mint. It was just that whole thing was, like, was legit heat as well. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Look at this perfect limb work. I say limb work, Brian Selling's putting it over. That's something I like about Brian. He literally, if, it, if he introduced to something in one of his matches, he's not going to drop it. I watched... Like, you saw it in the uh, AJ match. Mm. You saw it in the AJ match where he, like, messed with his moveset to accommodate what AJ was targeting. Mm. I watched him... Obviously, I've been watching the G1 trying to catch up, uh, which is a thankless task. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> it's been up yeah, Naito is very, very good at amending his moves, his move set. Sorry, to target a limb. But on the flip side of yeah, that, I've just watched Osprey versus Jay White, and Jay White works <laughs> Osprey's leg, and Osprey oh. literally two a minute later goes to the top rope and does a four fifty. And it's like, yeah, for fuck's no. sake. Osprey is very athletic, but one very, my, very like, stupid. Yeah. That's like one of my... I can't buy into the Osprey thing because there's no danger. In 2019, he'd gotten a lot better. But no, just this G1, I don't, I don't know what it is. I don't know whether it's just because he hasn't been wrestling for a bit and he just wants to show everyone, remind everyone just how fucking good he is. Or if he's just... I don't know. I don't know, but it a match that should have been an absolute fucking Oof. belter between Jay and Osprey just wasn't. Just wasn't. I liked it. it I think I, I gave I, it I liked, eight. But, but... Like, I, didn't, I didn't like it for anything that Osprey did. I liked it all because Jay White, like he do, what he does, he like punishes people for obvious holes in their moveset. Like Osprey stays in Jay White's space to taunt, so Jay White picks him up and dumps him out the ring. Kind of, things like that. I love Jay White. I do love Jay White. Oh, that's Ooh, nice. Oh, that, that is, is lovely. so He's... good. How often do you get like in this era? How often do you get like a proper limb match? Very, very rarely. Well, very rarely very in WWE. Rarely. <laughs> to be fair, because this is a limb match that's so far been executed well. Oh, lovely. Because this is a limb match that's so far been executed well, this is like right up Rob's alley. Yeah, absolutely. This is my jam. If it plays into the story and that's it's done repeat and it's done well and it's sold well, yeah. and Brian doesn't forget yeah. that he's got a leg injury halfway through the match, like yeah. look, just that yeah. simple subtle yeah. selling is fucking brilliant. You've done the move, you've yeah, got away like... from him, but don't forget your fucking leg hurts. And and he did a drop kick as well because he can't he can't get the standing on that leg to throw a kick. Simple shit like that, and people just don't do it. It's because and this came up in um podcast I was listening to recently and it's because and I know this sounds like 
it's totally sort of like oh these young'uns don't know but it, I think it was um it was Jericho speaking to <laughs> LAX yeah like Pardon Bobbin like they've gone through the ringer to get to where they are mm-hmm. so they've picked up all the way all the way along mm-hmm. um and the people in NXT only know the NXT way, so then they go up yeah. to WWE, and they only know that way. So they're, they're never actually even told to work a limb or... No. Yeah, look, but here, like, Brian's using the limb, but, like, you can see in his face that he's in pain. Mm-hmm. Plus, these two work together, like, quite a bit in... like oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't think they worked that much, you know. Like, I don't remember them... They had a few matches, but, like, I remember looking at up at some point, they haven't actually had a million matches. Oh, his tattoo says straight edge. Is that, have you just clicked with that? <laughs> I was just, I was trying to read it, but he kept moving. He's also, he's also got the Cobra Command one from which I draw for some reason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just seen that. I'm, I'm the Pepsi thing. You know, apparently during the, for the Jericho feud, he was going to have Jericho tattoo something on him. And then <laughs> they wouldn't allow it. Which is bad, because that would have been class. Mm. Punk. See, this is where like a wrestle like this actually works because they're both moving in it, and Brian can't hit bombs because of his name. You know, you know why they don't do this sort of stuff? In the and, like very often is because the fucking WWE crowd get restless. That's the they problem. do, yeah. That's the thing because if you look at Daniel Bryan's probably the best COVID wrestler because shit like this is what you need to do in an empty arena. Well, you look at the matches well, he's, he's been had. allowed to do exactly. Exactly. So, I didn't hear what you said. What did you say? He's saying like he's been allowed to do that stuff because of... Yeah. Have you seen... Like, literally every week, I would turn on SmackDown, skip to Daniel Bryan's match, and then watch nothing else. His matches with Gulak, his matches with AJ have all been great. Nakamura. Nakamura, yeah. Uh, there was a tag match that was really good with Nakamura, Cesaro, Bryan, and Gulak. Oh, that sounds um, like a tasty jam. Yeah. Like, it, he doesn't get given a lot of time. Like, the Gulak match on SmackDown was only, like, 10 minutes, but he's perfect at pacing a match. Like, CM Punk's my favourite wrestler, but, like, in terms of, like, a pure in-ring wrestler, like, I don't think anyone's touching Daniel Bryan, regardless of um, promotion. Like, right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he's happy. I heard someone stand on the back of your legs like that. Yeah. Oh, fish hook. CM Punk looks at best miffed. <laughs> it's like, oh man, this is gonna suck. <laughs> I am put out. Why is the underarm of CM Punk yellow? Um, apparently his hygiene wasn't the best. I imagine he's one. Of, he, he's not one for like deodorants or etc. To be fair, I've always thought that about his hair. I don't know why, but his hair's always been like a thing where I'm like, I bet that is well greasy. It does look greasy. Oh my god. (laughs) Yes. Oh my god. Take notes, Sonata. Jesus Christ. Ask him. Ask him. (laughs) Ask him. Again, this doesn't feel like a WWE match, does it? No. 
No, it's well paced. There's a story, a very simple story being told. Just two great wrestlers having a great match. And now, <laughs> fucking get off me! <laughs> Every time I hear oh, CM Punk, I just want to go CM Punk, CM Punk, Punk CM Punk. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely, just random fish on uh, CM Punk's shoulder. No, no <laughs> he he's not got the best array of tattoos, has he? CM Punk. I think he just got what he wants, and to be fair, I can respect that. <laughs> One bloke. One bloke. Daniel Bryan. Love you, Daniel. He's probably someone who watched him in like fucking Ring of Honor. <laughs> It's like, yeah, Brian Danielson. One guy dressed as uh, C- people... as John Cena there, right in the front row. I saw, I saw someone refer to Daniel Bryan as Brian Danielson the other day, and I'm sort of like, you fucking mad. I mean, that is his name. Yeah, but like, I don't refer to CM Punk as Phil Brooks, do I? I mean, you just have done. Oh my God, are they yeah, all dressed as John Cena in the front row? All the pink and green? Everyone. Yeah. Oh my no, God. The, I think the pink, no, the pink is Ziggler. Zigglypuff. Yeah, Ziggler was quite over at this point. Most well, years, this 2012. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he got really over by the end of the year. Didn't he cash in after WrestleMania, the next WrestleMania? The... Yeah, he wins money in the bank. I think, and I think that's the next paper. No, no way out. No, no way out. Was a triple threat, but yeah, because it was a tri- triple yeah. threat between Brian Kane and Punk. Oh yes. Oh, yes. Sorry, I didn't mean to sound like I was so turned on. <laughs> oh, God. This is the effect that a Daniel Bryan match has on a man. <laughs> Daniel Bryan. No, I'm not buying it. He's not on the leg. Daniel Bryan is the perfect example of someone who has like next to no flashy moves. But he does a backflip off the uh, turnbuckle. Yeah, that's basically it. But like the rest of it's like submissions and flying off the top rope. Like that's the only flying. He does a drop kick and a headbutt, and that's it. Because like he's athletic enough, he probably could do like a four fifty if he really wanted to. Well, he's, isn't he like properly trained in like whatever martial arts? Yeah, but like I think he literally just did that so he can incorporate it into wrestling. And Punk, of course, is a great MMA fighter. <laughs> <laughs> it, what I like about that, normally we just like slap the back, but Punk was slapping the leg. Oh, I hear that move. But to be fair, like that move needs to be earned, and I think we've earned it in this match. Because <laughs> Danny Bryan couldn't like go for the drop kick. I'm sorry, since we talked about punks there, it's kind of distracting. It, yeah, it is really greasy, in it? Ooh, fucking hell. Yeah. Seven! He didn't even count that one, he just let the crowd do it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just totally paint the crowd. Job for it's, me then, guys. It's like, when, it's like when the singer puts this mic out to the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> I love Booker T. Do you know who Booker T reminds me of on commentary? He reminds me of Dusty Rhodes. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, just, will say just whatever comes into his head. And just gets no, thoroughly no, overexcited. You can, tell, you can tell when he's totally marking out. That's the best yeah, part. Yeah, absolutely. Someone, there was a match I was watching where someone was tagged in, like, the stomach, and he was just shouting, oh, he's going after the belly welly! <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen like someone in one Ooh. of the groups is, is fucking whinging about Jericho being on comedy too much? It's like what? I love Jericho on comedy. I don't watch Dynamite, but like I love whenever I did, I love Jericho on just commentary. a little, uh, just a little thing. Because obviously it's full gear this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. I would highly, highly, highly recommend looking up the um, promo battle between Eddie Kingston well, and John Moxley. Moxley and... It is absolutely uh, so good, isn't it? Incredible. Do you guys see why I've been raving about Eddie Kingston for the last year now? Well, let's put it this way. What culture do that um, ups and downs for each ups show? And downs. Yeah. And, um, you know, it'll be like seven ups and three downs for Raw. And there's always been yeah. downs. And this is the first show I've ever seen where it's been, I think it was ten ups and no downs for this week's Dynamite. <laughs> Wasn't there, uh, didn't Pac come back? Or He's a, had a promo, yeah. And it said, remember, remember the bastards. Oh, what was it? Oh, remember, remember the bastard with a temper. And it was, oh, you bastard. Amazing. Love it. I, mi- I miss I Pat. Miss Pat. I am going to watch Full Gear. I imagine that's going to be an absolutely cracking show. Yeah, I'm going to... I want to watch just because the thought of like a proper Eddie Kingston versus John Moxley match excites you me. You are aware Kingston isn't winning, aren't you? You are aware Kingston isn't winning. I know, but a man can hold out hope. A man can dream, Rob. Yes. Because we all have... Oh. That was lovely. That was lovely timed. (laughs) (laughs) The problem is, I can't ever take... Daniel Bryan seriously when he's getting angry because he's just too nice of a Yeah, exactly. He is yeah. a very nice bloke. <laughs> like, and then you'll, but then you'll watch like one of his R.H. maths and he's caving in Nigel McGuinness's head. <laughs> yes! Yes! He's going to catch this one. Yeah. Dragon screw leg whip! <laughs> Damn it, Rob. Stop being meta. <laughs> Oh my god. Woo! The figure four as popularized by the Miz. <laughs> uh, he wasn't giving it until the end of this year. Ah, okay. When we tried to turn him face <laughs> yeah, for no exactly. reason. For literally no One reason. One of the most organic heels in WWE. But what movie did that? So WWE suddenly had like no heels because they turned to their biggest heels face for no reason. No one, no one can do a figure of four as good as Flair, though. Flair just did it so seamlessly. He transitioned into it so yeah. beautifully. But then he'd fuck about for quite a long time, but you'd still be bothered. Flair is one of the few people that I prefer, and this can sound really stupid now, I preferred watching getting the shit beaten out of than actually on offense. He just sold well, so that, well. That was his job. Nice. Oh, 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 lovely. Nice. Oh, La Magistral. I'm sorry about the silence. We're just kind of in yeah, I was just going to say, we're enjoying the closing sequence. 
Buzzsaw kick! Oh! He's like, shit, I need to hit him. <laughs> oh, that was just impressed with his own kick. Now what do I do? Oh, Pete CM Punk was adding, acting his dead rate so well there. It's better than he's acting in that film Garth watched. <laughs> CM Punk can't believe he's kicked out there. Daniel Bryan's beard is so many different colours, I can't work it out. <laughs> like, there's white, it there's is ginger, quite... there's blonde, there's brown. <laughs> like, what colour is your beard, Daniel? He must have been really confused like a year from now when he grew it out. It was better when, than when he was clean-shaven. My God. Because he uh, went clean-shaven be recently did... as well, didn't he? And he just doesn't suit him. To be fair, I... I liked it when he did that just because of how I liked the change. Like, I liked sort of the clean break. The two John Cena twins there look so fucking bored. <laughs> just one kid just has just been doing just the you can't see me for this entire match. Like, they just, they just want Cena because they're kids. Jesus. Oh. Yeah, but they don't want John Lennon either. But I bet. But I bet. But I bet you now, when they talk, if they're still interacting, when we talk about this, it's like, oh yeah, I saw that Punk versus Brian nice. match. Nice. Oh, Doomsday device, lovely. See, we managed to get that to be fucking natural as well. How often does a, a rope hung move feel natural? Do you think there's anyone in the crowd dressed as John Laurinaitis? <laughs> um, a twat in a suit, yeah, there must be someone. The only time somebody naturally falls on the rope is Jeff Hardy. Jeff Hardy does remember, do it well. I've seen. He did. I've been seeing people actually um, recently going, oh, Johnny Ace was great in all Japan. And as someone who's watched a few of his matches in all Japan, no, no, he fucking wasn't. He was just a big blonde dude? Yeah, he was a big blonde dude who would like come in and hit a move and then be carried by like Kabashi, Tawe, Kawada, and someone Masao said, Have you match. seen how many five star matches Johnny Ace has got? Yes. Have you seen he was in the fucking ring with? Like, it was hard to fail in a tag match in all Japan at the yeah. time. Oh. 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 <laughs> I think we just kicked the cameraman. Yeah. <laughs> this is fucking no, mint. This is great, this fire <laughs> sequence. Oh, great. Back when the submission was actually dangerous in WWE. Walls of Jericho? Oh, right. Uh-huh. Skin the cat, Daniel. Go on, skin the cat. Skin the cat. Go on. Some upper body strength. Oof. Eat shit. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels shooting, don't you know? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh, that was lovely. It's going to be his... Oh, I was about to say it's going to be his hand. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> Just having to grab different body parts off the rope. That's another thing Jay White does actually about love. He'll do a kick out by literally just getting his shoulder an inch off of the gra- off of the mat. That's what you need to do. Oh no! <laughs> not not the, not the fucking punk elbow, surely. Uh I think even Punk would admit that this wasn't his best. I genuinely thought it said, fuck is here on uh, Punk's elbow there, doesn't it? It says, look is here. That's nowhere near as entertaining. 
be careful up there. Ooh, Says Lawler. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> At least it's not that fucking stardom show from the other day where, like... Yeah, true, with that fucking low ceiling. To you fair, that was, that was one of Punk's better elbows. That, that was, yeah, that wasn't terrible. He actually kept his form on the way down. You know who actually has a really good elbow drop, and it always surprises me every time I see him hit it, is Eric Young. He does. He does. I genuinely thought you were going to say Bailey. <laughs> Guys, hear me out. <laughs> Let it all hang out. <laughs> oh my. Oh. Oof. That looks like it hurts. On the injured ribs. Cena. What? He's not wearing, wearing tape. He's going to full scene right now and not sell it. <laughs> yes. Oh no. Ooh. Oh, inside out, upside down. Oh. Has <laughs> he got him? He's in. Was he calling it the yes look at this point? Yeah. I've only caught up a no lock and then back to the yes lock. I I'm in I'm in I'm invested and I know who wins. <laughs> no way. Oh Yeah, I'll take that. Oh. And he tapped as well. Like that. Kept Daniel Bryan mm-hmm. strong. Yeah, and then it led to the triple threat and then the no DQ at Money in the Bank. That was better than I remember now that I can actually appreciate what they were doing. Yeah, I'm very, very big fan of that match. Very big fan of that, that match. Great. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Right. Good fun. Good stuff. That's, uh, as CM Punk runs off and Daniel Bryan looks absolutely fucking livid as his terrible year continues. I mean, Dan- um, let's stop it there. Daniel Bryan running off because he's selling the leg <laughs> that's true um, Chris seeing as that was uh, that was your pick what are we thinking oh my god that held up so well <laughs> I was expecting it to like be have great flashes but then drag it and like and it did drag at like one point like n- near the end like there was like a 30 second drag but like ah that is um, a bit literally as close to perfect as you're getting in WWE in 2012 Mm, okay, Garth. Yeah, I agree. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, just uh, like it's hard to believe that that was a match in WWE at the time. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Just want to just to give you some sort of context um, of this card. Um, obviously, that was the that wasn't even the semi main. Uh, that was Ryback and Camacho, uh, which didn't get a rating from uh, Meltzer. Not not a dud yeah, or a zero or a minus didn't didn't literally didn't get anything um and then the main event between lauren Artis and john cena that went 17 minutes it was an yeah, awful and that cm <laughs> was... punk match only went 24 um i'm just gonna say the one one negative i had on that match it was maybe two minutes too long 
Yeah, I think that's literally it. Like, because then the ending sequence is great, but there was like a minute or so right before the end where it was like, okay, wrap this up now, lads. But like, yeah, there was effect. There was effectively two closing sequences, and then we had a yeah. little bit in the but middle to- of those two closing sequences that we didn't really need to have. And I think if we'd have eliminated that, or even just after uh, Punk had worked the leg, and then. Um, we had just a little bit of downtime before it picked up again. I think if we'd have cut some of that, this we're looking at a damn near perfect match. Um, as it stands, I'd give it nine because it's still a very, very good match. Um, yeah, I'm feeling a mid to high nine on yeah. that one. I agree. Yeah, I'll go nine. Brilliant. Right. Lads, it's main event time. Now, <laughs> again, I've decided to go full mark and pick a match from Japan. Um, but what I wanted to do was I've, I've wanted to rewatch this match for fucking ages and just never really found the excuse. Um, we're going back to 2018, uh, Wrestle Kingdom 12, and it's probably not the match you're all thinking of from that show, but it's uh, Minoru Suzuki versus Hiroki Goto for the Never Openweight Championship um, in a mask versus title. No seconds and no stipulation match it had a really really weird long ass name for absolutely no discernible reason and the reason i've picked this is because wrestle kingdom 12 will always hold a little special place in my heart it was the first wrestle kingdom i watched live um the first one i was invested in i knew all the storylines too and it's the first one we reviewed on this podcast garth if you remember Um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, when we, when we reviewed this show, we, we both said how much we enjoyed this match. I know that you are a fan of Suzuki Garth. So I knew it wasn't too far out of the realms of possibility that you would actually relatively enjoy this match. And Chris, I know that you are a big Suzuki fan as well. So yeah, Suzuki's actually probably my wrestler of the year this year. He's had a very, very, very good year. Certainly. Because like, um, it was a bit quiet for like january but then like the moxley match and then new japan went away but then like he came back and that nagata match oh, oh. <laughs> the nagata match then his, tri- his matches with shingo his match with um ibushi, ibushi was oh sensational he had a good match with osprey so you know he and then he's uh taking on shingo again at power struggle which again i imagine is going to be amazing the, it's going to be the only good part power struggle oh, yeah um so if you want to, the link will be in the podcast description. Uh, we've tried to find a YouTube or Daily Motion or some manner of link to mean you haven't got to go onto New Japan World, but unfortunately there isn't one. So we're using the New Japan World app. Um, we'll put the link in the description um, of the podcast. But if you want to find... We'll try and... Don't try and like search it out on New Japan World. You won't. Find yeah, it. the search the search function might as well like just bring you to an Amazon link for fucking park scratchings for how useful it is. It is, it is shocking. You can type in Wrestle Kingdom twelve and something from nineteen seventy nine comes up. Um, <laughs> but yes, do you mean Antonio and Loki? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to complete break kayfabe now. And Garth has just texted the group to ask us to stall because he needs a piss. So yeah. What did you think of the rest of his card then, Rob? As in Wrestle Kingdom 12? Yeah. Um, honestly, I thought it was great. The only match I found a little disappointing, um, you know, from the main matches I'm talking, obviously I'm not talking undercard, but um, 
the only thing that I'm thinking really is the Knight of Us Sokada match. At the time, I was a little bit disappointed with it. I was a little bit disappointed with the result, as I think everyone in the Tokyo Dome was. I was... It, it just followed the Naito Omega match. I know that Tanahashi and Jay White was in between, which was also a little bit disappointing, but there we are. Um, I don't know. Something fell a bit flat. Now, looking back, it sort of sweetened his victory at WrestleMania, uh, Wrestle Kingdom 14. So, you know, there is that. But at the time, it was a bit of a downer to end the Wrestle Kingdom on, especially when everyone just... There was such a desperation for Naito to have this redemption arc following Wrestle Kingdom 8. You know, all that he'd been through, he'd lost the title to Okada. You know, he'd lost his chance to main event Wrestle Kingdom because of fan votes due to his lack of popularity, and he'd finally come full circle to Wrestle Kingdom and then lost. It just, it seemed very, very strange. Um, But overall, this card was great. Omega versus Jericho was great. This match is, to this day, one of my favourite New Japan matches, which may seem weird, but it was the first match I was really like, fucking, uh, yes! Um, Rapongi 3K versus uh, Young Bucks was great. Cody, probably one of Cody's best matches in New Japan against Kota Ibushi. Uh, the four-way for the Junior Championship was great. Um... What else on this card? Is it Killer Elite Squad versus Sonata and Evil? The first one yeah, where they um, absolutely murdered Sonata and Evil for about five minutes and then they rolled them up. <laughs> yeah, and then um, there's the sixth man with, El- with Elgin and War Machine with <laughs> yeah. the shelf. Fuck him! Fuck, Fuck Michael, Michael Elgin! Elgin. I think that might have been on the tag league, but still. I think then he was, after yeah. That, they had to- after that, they had to team. Um, I enjoyed because I remember Wrestle Kingdom 11 the year before. I found overall disappointing, with the exception of like three men event, which are obviously stellar. But then like the undercard was a bit dull. But then here, like from start to finish, this is great. This card, like if I was if I'm gonna rewatch a Wrestle Kingdom and it's not nine, it's probably this one. Yeah, I like 12. I thought 13 was great. Um, 10's good. 10's really good. I don't think I've watched 10 all the way through. You've never. You've never seen 10? I'd recommend No, I've it. watched bits of 10. I've watched Okada Tanahashi. I've watched Omega Kushida, which was a weird sort of thing. I've watched... That's, that's nine. That's Omega Kushida. Uh, oh, no. Omega Kushida was I was just going to say, Omega 10, 10. Um, I remember watching... Yeah, Taguchi. Yes, it was. Which was... It was a crap match. I wouldn't recommend that one. And uh, Styles um, Nakamura, Dragon. I've watched, which is great. Um, Shibata versus Ishii. Yes, which... I haven't watched that one. And I, I know that Shibata versus Ishii is on the card, but I don't think I've seen it. Is Garth back from his fucking piss yet? Jesus Christ! I am. Good grief, Garth! <laughs> for ages, doesn't you? Oh, sorry, on? mate. Um, <laughs> right. Anyway, there's enough New Japan chat going on. Britain, <laughs> oh, mate! As soon as you left, I was like, Garth's gone for a Jimmy piss. Um. <laughs> anyway, so you don't have to go on to the entire Wrestle Kingdom show. You can just find the match out. English commentary. Um, it's 27 minutes long. So, boys, are you ready? We're ready. Fantastic. So, in three, two, one, play. Okay. God, I miss big crowds. 
just uh, I miss crowds. Don Callis on there. Say again. Um, I think this is pre Don Callis. No, Don Callis no, is on this, this show. No, this would be Don Callis. Yeah, I was trying to think is, when did Carino left. I was trying to figure out because um, like GL was doing like sort of overdubs. Yeah, but he was doing overdubs for the TV show. This was for live yeah. world broadcast. Um, oh Christ, what was I? I just this is like right. This is me like peak New Japan fan. Actually, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this is the year I joined Pop Mania for the Young Lions. <laughs> um, I joined that uh, Dominion, not Dominion. Um, this is such a banger of a it theme. really is both of these songs both of these songs are amazing because properly it's a proper like show and it? it's pro- pro- yes like, it is if Goku wrestled this is what Goku would come out to now uh, what a sound just Wrestle Kingdom always pulls it out. You just—it always feels nothing short of spectacular. You always feel it's a real. New Japan are great at like yeah. making a fight feel yeah. big, like um, yeah. not anymore, but like 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 I've been what like they've been at the Tokyo Dome twice in this project, and both times they managed to feel significant. Mm. Although apparently the Shinya Hashimoto match just isn't anywhere online. No, it's weird, isn't it, that, that the politics behind stuff being <laughs> yeah. on World is very, very bizarre. But the only thing on World from that show is Tony, um, Antonio Inoki versus Tiger King. Tiger King, not even Tiger Mask. No, no, Tiger King's the original Tiger Mask. Oh, is Mask. it? Okay. Yeah. But, you know, rights issues. <laughs> but he still needs to be a tiger so he could draw. <laughs> Because this was hair versus hair. It was hair versus hair, title, no disqualification and no seconds match. So basically Chaos and Suzuki-Goon were banned from ringside. Yeah, because at Dominion Dominion they had a um, lumberjack match, didn't they? It did make me laugh, though, that they did all this. And then you look at Suzuki's hair and just think, he's got that tiny tuft on the back, that fuck handle on the back of his head. (laughs) You just think... That's what... I thought gives him his power. Also, it's like shaved into a, like to be fair, because after this, Bolt Suzuki hit different, but Tanahashi match after this. Oh God, yeah, the one at New Beginning, the one where he just pretty yeah, much put he... Tanahashi on the shelf. Yeah, and then he managed to pull a really good match out of Makabe. Yes, he did. Oh, this tune. And then like, he was a bit. And it's the original one too, not like the remix. Doom, 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 doom. This is the remix. I'm stupid. Rising up. That's exactly what I think every time I hear it. That fucking set. I can't get over. I'm not even singing words, I'm just making noises. This would be his first record kingdom back wouldn't it uh, yes because they returned at New Year's Dash 2017 Dash. yeah because I remember he came up, came back and was like oh shit that's the guy who faced Sakuraba <laughs> they uh, they returned at um, Dash and then all of them went on to challenge for respective titles at New Beginning and every <laughs> single one of them fucking lost every single one yeah. 
Which is just like, Fair what? That's Suzuki, or... Suzuki Okada match. Right, I'm afraid underrated. you're going to have to be quiet during this bit. <laughs> just wait. Just listen to the Tokyo Dome. Oh, God. <laughs> Don't worry, Japanese wrestling comes out loud. Kazaninare. That's the thing I miss most. Just the Kaze Nina Ray. About. Yeah. When that happens, no one reacts. It's so weird. It is It is weird, yeah. Just look at that hair. I mean, I love Suzuki, and I would uh, never say this to his face because he would literally fuck me into pieces, but that hairstyle <laughs> is fucking dreadful. 30 years at this point he was 30 going. years, yeah. He's 50-something years old, and he still is a fucking badass. He could, he could rest the circles around most yeah, people. Easy, easy, and he's adapted his style. The show, Say again, yeah, and beat the yeah, fuck absolutely. Some his strikes are the best we, in New Japan. I don't care what you say. There's, there's two. Um, well, Yoshi had no. <laughs> yes, um, yes. <laughs> there's two like Suzuki modes. There's like brawling Suzuki, and then um, I'm gonna pick apart one limb and one limb only. For Let's be honest, matches. there is three because there's all. Yeah, there's also that third one where it's I'm gonna phone it in Suzuki. Yeah, phone it in Suzuki's the yeah. worst. But I just I remember, right? Daft as it sounds, now I'd gone to my girlfriend's school. I was off. And uh, my girlfriend had said, will you dress up as Batman and read my kids a story? He's a teacher, by the way, everyone. Say again. She's a teacher, oh, yeah. by the way. Yeah, I'm not just... I'm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Safeguarded, she didn't just say. Um, and she was like, will you come in and read my, read my kids a story? I was like, for fuck's sake, I'm going to miss Wrestle Kingdom. So um, <laughs> she was like, you what? Decided not to tell her what I meant. Uh, went and read the story, and this was the first match I saw fully. The story of Suzuki's uh, rise <laughs> <Yeah>. of fame. <laughs> Just got I'm, a chance. I'm sorry, but like, chanting, not Kaze Nina Rei. Out of con- out context, I think I think she can guess what it means. Oh, missing Wrestle Kingdom. What's that? It's not. <laughs> At that point, it's like, is it wrestling? No. Well, at that point, I'd only just started watching <laughs> Japanese wrestling, and she still thought it was weird that I watched wrestling anyway. I didn't quite fancy telling her that I was watching Japanese wrestling. I don't know. That seemed weirder. I mean, it's it's kind of like when someone's saying, oh, I'm watching the match at the weekend. Oh, yeah. Like in the Premier League. Nah. <laughs> the G League. <laughs> oh, such a fucking badass. What, Suzuki? This is right before, like, because later this year, that's when the Goto thing started getting tired. Yeah, it was literally just after this um, Wrestle Kingdom, wasn't it? Not even just after. I'd say around G1 time is when it got tired. And then he wouldn't be reinvigorated again until he brought out the best wrestling shirt in the history of <laughs> the wrestling. G- the G and G1 is for Goto. G and G1 is for Goto. And it looked like someone had done it on paint. It was awful. And it was. It wasn't even like it's but one of the with t-shirts. It, it wasn't on the front. It was down the side. Goto's out. Like and literally, it sustained about half a year's worth of jokes on the young lion. <laughs> that and no Goto. Because <laughs> like Jay White had like the um, IC title and he was going down the ring. And it's like. Tanahashi? No, Tanahashi. Goto, do you think you're getting this? No, Goto! <laughs> what I don't understand here is, right, Goto's out for the count. 
that yeah. should be a victory for Suzuki because he ended up getting up, is he, Goto? So no. this, in theory, should be a victory via him not being I able think... to respond to the count. But I think the fact that he, like is moving is what's giving it it's not like it was a straight knockout I do appreciate in this story that Suzuki does relatively fight fair because of the honour of you know he'd made an agreement to the stipulations Mm -hmm. and I enjoy that yeah that's what Suzuki's like the best heel because of that Just gonna God, fucking brutalize the bastard. I don't care if he's knocked yeah. out. I'm gonna kill him. It's just everything about it. It's like those little pixie boots he wears and everything. <laughs> pixie boots. Like, <laughs> pixie boots. It looks wrong. It looks so it does. wrong. Because <laughs> those are tight. We're like cow gotch style wrestling boots, but you need like knee pads for that aesthetic to work. <sighs> he's just legitimately scary, isn't he? I don't. I uh, a handful of wrestlers that legitimately scare me. Suzuki's yeah. one of them. I think it helps as well that Goto is. He's very good at fighting from underneath. Very, very good. Yeah, and he's like your. He's your uncle who's always wanted his band to yeah, work. Yeah, exactly. But he's got. He's got the presence that if he does fight from underneath and win, it's not unbelievable. Yeah, it's not oh, like... Jesus. Oh, Jesus. To... Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fucking hell, he helped nothing back then, did he? No. Good thing he's not gone bad shots. It's Wrestle Kingdom, bitch. Here's a very special chair shot for you. Do you remember the Nagata Macchiato Wrestle Kingdom we did for the classic? Yeah, that was, that was uncomfortable, that was. Blood everywhere. Yeah, he, he absolutely took apart Nagata, didn't he? Yeah, and what's what? That's weird. Is that was for the triple crown? He was all Japan at the time. Suzuki. Slap, slapity slap. Poor Goto. When you do that, it sounds like the beginning of a fucking NWO thing. Hmm. We don't ever need to hear that. No, again. I don't ever. <laughs> oh, I hate that theme now. Fucking Eve. It's a brave referee yeah, right there. Absolutely. With Minoru Suzuki. I forget what show it was, but what I, um, but he went through a period. He doesn't do it now, but he went through a period where he'd literally just kick the young lion as he got into the ring. Like, Suzuki has a sustain for, like, young people. Who are the young lions on this show? Is it Kawato and Oka? Is it that class? Um, it will be, won't it, 2018? It, yeah. It's not Umino yeah. and Narita yet. Is... Oh, it might be. Umino and Narita no, might be yet. there, but not as the main ones. I think. Yeah, they weren't like they were like the next young lion yeah. class. But, but, but like those guys, the that young lion class grew up that fucking fast, yeah, it did. didn't it? Like Narita and seemingly right after Narita and Umino had those matches at on the rising, but like the young lion equivalent of a rocket being strapped to your back. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is about Suzuki, nothing he does looks. He's, he's like Walter in the sense that nothing he does looks like good and crisp. It's when he delivers those it's forearms and he shushes the crowd <laughs> yeah. and it just echoes around the arena. It's just, it's great. 
It's going to be here, isn't it? <laughs> Go on, hit me. Hit me again. <laughs> He's laughing. Here you go. This is the one. Jesus. <laughs> the only thing that makes me more uncomfortable than that is the Shibata head. Oh, you can God, hear yeah. Well, that's uncomfortable for a different reason, isn't it? Let's be honest. Fucking hell. Like, you can literally hear, like, the... Get up! You know, the next time I do one of these, like, year-long projects, I need to pick one where Suzuki's, like, having a really prominent yeah. year. And again. <laughs> Suzuki's never hurt anyone, but it's actually hurt a lot of people. <laughs> it is a great underdog performance in yeah, Goto. Yeah, absolutely. But this is what I meant. This is why whenever we slagged off Goto for being boring, phoning it in, having the same match over and over again, it was stuff like this that made you realise, actually, he's really good. He's, he's the no, same as he's the same came... as Suzuki. He's the same as Nakamura. You know, if pushed, if in the main spotlight, he will deliver a match. Mm -hmm. But also, I think that's my problem with him. He wasn't delivering when like he was a champion. Whereas like Suzuki, every time he's a champion, he does deliver. Hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Like you see him now as never champ. He's going full pelt when he was IC champ he was going full pelt it was only when he lost the, actually the only matches that didn't go well was Naito and I think it's literally just because we just don't they have don't the chemistry like and it's really a shame because they're like the most diametrically opposed people in New Japan I don't know what it is about Suzuki licking his lips that makes me feel so fucking uncomfortable <laughs> oh I think that one match it's human torture <laughs> it is yeah um uh, and I'm pretty sure no actually no that was an elf from Tatum but like it was him versus Ryu it was Ryu it was with Jacob last year and um, Ryu no because it's really he did it um, um, his opponent um, Fantasma was bleeding all over the place so Ryu Lee was slapping him before he delivered like a big finishing slap he like licked oh, his opponent's blood off his hand that's fucking grim but like that sounds like it is nice. it is something Suzuki would do It is a massive shame he was never given the title, Suzuki. Yeah. I mean, even just for a short period, you know, to get someone no, like Okada we... or Tanahashi or even Ibushi to get a baby face like that, the Could... belt, you need to get it off a heel or it will be, it would mean current... more to get it off a heel, I mean. Our current issue of like the IWGP Championship is like all the matches are the fucking same, like since like, especially since like Save the Sonata series, they have that formula. Oh, someone like nice. Suzuki is someone who's going to break your formula. <laughs> this is so wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh, going to be oh, the... No. <laughs> just none of that. I Fuck just you. love the crowd reactions to the reversals. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh. I keep going no, around with that. I'd like I to see what Suzuki versus Joe. Oh, Samoa Joe. Yeah. That would be that would be Christ. beautiful. I was, was going to say I want to see Suzuki versus Riddle, but that's happened, hasn't yes. it? You know what I really want to see is Suzuki versus Saber. That will be that will be incredible. Hmm. 
Yoshigaroshi. This is my fate for Daniel Bryan. Um, I don't think so. I'll have a I'll look at that. It would surprise me if they haven't, because Suzuki has been going well, since the dawn of time. Yeah, but the only place it could really have happened, because when Brian went to Noah, he was a junior, so the only place it could have happened was Ring of Honor. He versus Daniel. Well, it would be Brian Danielson of some of these. The hell? Oh, it's Taka. Oh, Suzuki Gunner trying to storm the ring. But well, Uzi stops him, doesn't he? Um, Suzuki. Taishi! <laughs> Oh god. My boy! Oh god damn it, Yoshihashi. Still got the same shit hair. Oh my god, look at Tai Chi's trainers. Look at them. Look at them bad boys. Okay, so by the looks of things, a singles match hasn't happened. But um, AJ Styles versus Minoru Suzuki versus Brian Danielson versus Takashi Murashima happened at Ring of Honor Manhattan Mayhem 2007. Hmm. Oh Jesus! That's the thing about Suzuki drop kicks—they actually connect. He doesn't break them out very often, as, to be fair. As they should. Oh no, like he'll break him out. <laughs> <laughs> the replay made that so much better. What? What? Like you know, like when the WWE chose the replay of a different angle, it's like, why did he even bother? Because it looks it awful. Was, I've always found that WWE do the replay. To slow it down until it's just about to connect and speed yeah. up again. Yeah. So you don't see that it's not connecting at all. But here they're like, well, it's Suzuki. Yeah. Goto's attire at the moment looks it's like it's... his trousers are falling down. I keep, I keep thinking it does, that. does, doesn't it? <laughs> and he wears like silk underwear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Satin pajamas. <laughs> like sexy and shit. Stop it. He's already dead. He's already dead. Oh my god. The only thing stopping Ghost from going down is because. <laughs> oh. Stop it. He's so fucking good. I'm sorry. He's so good. Uh, Suzuki. Yeah, he's just. That's right. I think I said. Um, I forget who I said it to. I might have said it to you too. But like, he's now in the top 10 of all time from this year. <laughs> just from this year? Like, this year put him over the edge for me. Not over the limit. Oi. Oi. <sighs> Banter. <laughs> Wordplay. <laughs> that is great banter. It really is. <laughs> this, <laughs> this is so uncomfortable at this point. This is two weeks in a row where we've stopped with a really uncomfortable match. Do you love it? <laughs> wiggle, 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 wiggle. <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Down, down, down. 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 Oh, Jesus. The wiggle, the wiggle, that's your, um, that's Jason your window. Jason Derulo. Say again, Garth. <clears throat> the wiggle is your... Um, window for reversal. Absolutely. He's your be- it's your be- press R2. Press R2. Yeah. 
See, you know a match is great when, like, the thought of a superplex is, like, salivating. Mm-hmm. Does it actually mean something? Yeah, but also it means a lot because Suzuki isn't one for bumping. He really isn't. Like, what Nagata match should literally be only bumping in it was when Nagata did the backdrop for the win. I was bumping the whole match. The thing is, though, it does mean when Suzuki bumps, it means a lot. And it's not like in a Road Warrior way where he's not selling. <laughs> oh, man. My match is... Oh. What the hell? Oh, is it buffering? No, it's just randomly stopped. There we go. That was uh, incredibly annoying. What minute are you on, guys? Um, 20, 51, 52. Okay, I'm two seconds three. behind you, no problem. Oh, Jesus, for guillotine. It literally looks like he's going to pull Goto's head off. Yeah. <laughs> and if this was Joe Coffey, he would have fallen off twice. The top by <laughs> twice. <laughs> I love the fact that they uh, thought, do you know what? Joe Coffey didn't work last time we put him in the main event. Let's put him in the main event again, see if it works. <laughs> oh! <laughs> and then he's, go- then he's going to be very inappropriate towards pe- people, but we're still going to yeah, keep exactly. him Yeah, exactly. To be sure, to be sure. To be fair, like there... Um, we talk about go, um, Suzuki not bumping, but it means a lot when he bumps. Yeah, it, it can't be pleasant if, if to Suzuki take a bumps. Super Yushigoroshi. Yeah, like if Suzuki bumps, he's gonna bump. Punch to the head. <laughs> it's effective. It's super effective. Oh, slow-mo replay. Oh, Jesus. It was like an electric and a water type. <laughs> Oofed. The fact that he can like stiff these connecting forearms. Fucking hell. Oh Oh my god. Jesus. Fucking hell. This is strong sound. Oh, I love it. I tell you what, Goto isn't pulling back though, is he? No, he's really not. Fuck the Suzuki's falling through. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Suzuki is legitimately trying to hurt him. Oh! Too heavy. That was a safe head, but I think we learned their lesson after Shibata. GTR. Oh! Reverse GTR. A lifting up reverse GTR. Kiyoba, I think Goto kind of needs to lose that hair. Two. Are we going to watch Suzuki cut his own and hair there off? There we that go. Uh, no, we do not need to watch Suzuki cut his own hair off uh, because it takes ages, despite the fact that he's only got that little peacock tuft at the back. Well, lads, lads, lads. Garth, what do you think? It was. It wasn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> it was just brutal. <laughs> 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 
amazing. I keep forgetting that like me and you are like me, me and you are like completely less desensitized oh, to shit like yeah. this. <laughs> it was just every time Suzuki threw a four over, you could just hear Garth going, "Fucking hell!" <laughs> right, we need to make sure Garth never watches like a Nakajima oh, match. Um, I yeah, I enjoyed it. It was yeah. Did you enjoy it more than the Walter just... Timothy Thatcher match? Um, yeah, because it was a bit more sort of to it, if you know what I mean. I do, yeah, I do I know what why. you mean. Because I did enjoy, I did enjoy the other match as well. Um, I think I don't know, maybe it's because I've already seen this one. Like, I knew what I was coming, I knew what I was coming yeah. into. No, I, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. There's with the Timothy Thatcher and Walter match. You know, it was very, very, very chop heavy. Whereas there was other things here that were brutal. Um, Chris, what did you think? Mostly forearms. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was great. We all know that was gonna be great. Suzuki just can't miss when he wants to, and Goto works great from behind. He wasn't quite tired at this point. Um, that could have been more Tai Chi. It was completely being honest with mm. ourselves, but especially 2018 Tai Chi, moi. But yeah, it was it was grand. Last Yoshi Hashi, and we'd be looking at a really high school. <laughs> I love, I loved it. It was it was brutal, but without going over the top brutal. It's everything I love about Japanese wrestling, and yeah, I absolutely loved it. I thought Goto played <clears throat> the babyface in peril superbly. Um, and again, like I said, during the match, he's got that statue that it's not completely out of the realms of the possibility that he takes that absolute basting at the hands of Suzuki and comes back to win. Um, did help that he was bleeding from the mouth as well, because I thought that added just a little bit to how much fucking punishment he'd taken from Suzuki. Um, I gave it nine. Um, Garth? I'll go eight, but um, I'll concede. You're so kind. Um, Chris? Putting a high eight, low nine yeah. on that one. Yeah, it's great. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember what I think about it in context of everything else. Yeah, like I probably, I definitely prefer more than the fatal four way. I think it's about on par with Okada versus Naito. Yeah. Um. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. There are our three matches for this week. We'll be back same time, same place next week. Um. Make sure you join us. Uh, subscribe. Download the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Comment. It really, really does help us out. Um, go to the website, www.podmania.co.uk, where you can get all of our match ratings, listen to all of our archived podcast episodes. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at at Podmania, Facebook Podmania Podcasts. Uh, you can talk to me on Twitter at at Real Rob Goodwin. Garth, where can they find you? At the Garth and Berg. Christopher O'Brien. At Apple. And we shall see you guys next week. <laughs> You've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podmania, Facebook at Podmania Podcasts, and YouTube and Instagram at RealPodmania. And check out the website, podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans. Wrestling fans.